Welcome back to another episode of Single Girl Season. I'm Rocky. And I'm Lucy. And this is 23 lessons we've learned in 2023. Because who better to give you advice than two people who barely made it this year? <laughs> Touch and go all year. But we're here to give you the lessons we've learned. Some of them are old lessons I should have learned. Um, but we've learned them this year. We've relearned. We've relearned. What's it called? Conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> Behavioral conditioning. Well, I was nearly going to add something in, but then I'm like, I feel like I learned that a long time ago, but... But like I relearned it this year and I think it stuck this year because of the fallout afterwards. <laughs> we wanted to see trial and error. I had to just double check that the lesson is still learned. The stove is still hot. <laughs> You know that I say that the definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over and expecting different results? I just trialed and errored that a few times this year. We so. flirted with the boundaries <laughs> of insanity. Very much so. Very much so. So um, we're here to provide you with lessons. Gorge. Um, do you want me to kick off or do you want to kick off? <clears throat> I'll let you kick off because I'm excited to see what you have. <laughs> All right, so um, starting off real chill, because they get heavier <laughs> <laughs> as we get down this list. I'm a little um, scared. Yeah, me too. Okay. Um, when you are around the right people, you never have to fight for your worth. Gorgeous. That's what I learned this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just like being around new people with new dynamics, um, I don't have to like, I don't yeah. falter in myself as much, yeah. just in terms of like, am I saying the right thing or doing the right thing or like, yeah, catering right. to them. What was the lesson again? <laughs> when you are around the right people, you never have to fight for your worth. Amen. Yeah. And I feel like when you've been around the wrong people your whole life, you don't really realize until you... Yeah. integrate with people who you know treat exactly. you with respect <laughs> i know but I, it's like such a small thing like yeah. oh they treat me with respect but i don't like i don't feel small with the people in my life right now oh, that's beautiful yeah oh okay cute your turn cute little lesson i don't like us being serious <laughs> <laughs> okay this is a good one all right starting off strong your self-respect has to be stronger than your feelings slay, slay. did you put that sentence together yourself <laughs> yeah giggle <laughs> i'm kidding no, i love that that's um, beautiful i think it can be it you know obviously we always know to have self-respect but yeah. until you're tested in moments until you have to practice it it's hard <laughs> in practice because obviously you know you want to be self-respect you know it's all great and then you're in the situation and you're like yeah i'll give him a call today <laughs> it's also different when like seeing from the outside in a hundred percent like and say oh i would not do that in that situation For but sure. until you're in that situation and you have to practice yeah you know that self-respect it's difficult. obviously very easy i think the main time this lesson shines is in relationships situationships and dating because in dating you always want to give them the benefit of the doubt but fuck the benefit of the doubt i think i have a similar one to that but we'll get to it later but slay i love that one of the things I started off this year was saying yes to doing more things and getting out of the house. 
and that's really come through for me this year and through saying yes I've made new friendships and I've deepened the ones I have and I've had new experiences I've traveled with new people so I want to continue that in 2024 that's good and I was you know that's actually funny because this weekend I was sitting in my bed as I always do ordering Uber Eats last night and someone texted me like do you want to hit up Chapel Street and I was like no (laughs) (laughs) and I am just a house cat and I just want to stay inside so I'm like I need to start saying yes again. Every new year, I'm like, I need to go out more. Like, yeah. I need to do more. I need to just... I just turned into a complete hermit. Yeah. Well, that was me 2022. Yeah. But, like, if I wasn't forced to come out, I was, like, in my home, on the couch, with my blanket, don't talk to me. But um, this year, I really tried to put myself out there mm. and say yes. And it's really worked out well for yeah, me. Yeah, you've done so many things this year. I know. What about... Was it this year when you went to that, like, friends catch-up? Yeah, in, I did. Like in the beginning of the yeah. year, I went to a few of those. I also facilitated one of them, helped facilitate. Um, so just saying yes to new things and I've made some, you know, cute new friends through that. So gorgeous. Yeah. That actually coincides with my one. <laughs> yes, no. Um, take mixed signals as a no. I have one of those too, baby girl. <laughs> the baby girl comes out. <laughs> um, yes. I mean, say less. Say less. We've been through it. Time and time again. Mm-hmm. If you are confused, walk away. And again, harder in practice. <laughs> yeah. But um, a lesson learned. For sure. Like your learned. body knows yeah. when it's not right. Yeah. You know when you're being mistreated, but you bypass those emotions and you're like, you know what? Your deep waters are rumbling and you're like, it's okay. There's yeah. it's like a certain isolated situation. Yeah. Um, instead of a pattern. Instead of like, this is who they are, you like give them excuses, but um, be prepared to walk away. For sure. When you're confused. And I think it doesn't have to be a scene anymore. You know what? I've done the drama. I've done the toxic relationships. I've done the arguments. I'm tired. You don't have to write a big paragraph about your feelings. Oh, no. Um, Please tell me that's on your list. (laughs) No, I haven't done that this year. (laughs) I haven't had the chance to do that this year. Put it that way. But um, just like in silence, walk away in silence. Love that. You don't have to explain your behavior, your moves, your feelings. Just walk away. Amen. It's not serving you. A hundred percent. Yeah. And they know what they're doing. hundred percent. They know, these men are dumb. They no. know what they're doing. Give them credit for their cruelty. <laughs> <laughs> Take a bow, Rihanna. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I'm here all day. My next tip is don't make excuses for their behavior. We need to reteach ourselves these things over and over again each day, each day in training. Just reiterate it to yourself, you know, enough. <laughs> like enough. I'm, enough. I'm tired and I'm sick and tired of it. And I did it time and time again this year where I mentally did gymnastics to justify behaviors and to give benefits of the doubt and to excuse behaviors or like, oh, that was a weird thing they said. But did you just whatever. go British? Did I? Oh. Oh, darling. In it. Okay. So that was mine. No, that's a good one. That kind of coincides with mine. You can't force someone to communicate and work things out. If you find yourself begging, no. Walk away. It's done. We never need to beg people to stand our lives. I'm sorry. I'm done. I think just like relate it to the friendships that stay with you and how you are in those friendships. You don't have to beg your friendships or your friends to stay or to explain or communicate or to show up for you. So why are you doing it for some random dusty Literally. man? If you find yourself begging, girl, no. Time to look in the mirror, <laughs> sing some Beyonce. Blast that lemonade 2024, album. we're standing on business and we're walking away. 
<laughs> not this year. Not this year. We're not. Not begging. anymore. No sir. Tip number seven: If you have to hide details of your dates or relationship aspects from your friends, you need to end that situation with that boy. <laughs> That's the first pop-up flag that it should be. Like if you're like, you know, not saying details. Um, you have to say why why can't I share this detail with my friend Um, and if the answer is because you're trying to protect him (laughs) because you want your friends to like him you're so delusional babes and you need to um, A. tell your friend so that she can shame you B. you're too deep yeah 100% and I would say you learned that lesson last year but to be honest (laughs) I'm still finding out about past details of past dates of past men or boys that you have been seeing. And I'm just like, okay, yeah. cool. Moving forward, it's 2024. We lay it all out there. Um, that's the lesson. Love that. And I, I do love that. And I also think <clears throat> sometimes when you have a lot of friends in your ears, it can be hard and you want to keep things private. And I understand that. But if you are finding you're telling them the whole story and then leaving out specific parts that's when you need to go sir yeah jail go directly to jail yeah because also deep down you know that that was shady. you know like, that's why you're, you're yeah, not hiding it for no reason I'm, I'm hiding it because i know that that was wrong whatever like i'm hiding yeah. i know that it was weird or wrong or like really inappropriate and i'm mentally trying to forget it or to like keep myself in delusion or to keep this situation going and if I don't tell my friend, it's because I'm not telling myself that that was not okay. Yeah. So like, it's all just a part of the trickery. For example. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to go into examples. They know themselves. You know what? We need to learn this lesson and we need to learn it the hard way. <laughs> For example, <laughs> this one just screams at me because it still to this day makes me laugh. Rekai went on a whole last date with a man and curated this whole story and then one year later, I found out there was actually his child on that day. <laughs> Gooped to gasp. Anyway. Anyway. Um, we learned that lesson. We learned a lot of lessons through that situation, Ship. Um, but we're not bringing it with us into no. the new year anymore. If we don't call him on New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not bring it up again. <laughs> Tip number eight. Don't call your ex on New Year's. <laughs> yeah, guys, don't do that. Don't set up your New Year's with a phone call to your ex. Um, don't do it. It's just, you know, free fall into darkness after that point. So don't do it. Uh, <laughs> supervise your friends. <laughs> Number nine. Ooh, is a good one. Some goodbyes are good for growth. I mean, these one-liners that you're coming out I mean, that's not mine, but I mean, (laughs) it relates. I just picked ones that related to my struggles. I mean, it can be tough. This isn't necessarily with relationships. It's with situationships, with family. It's with everyone in your life, jobs, anything. Sometimes, you know, it hurts in the moment, but saying goodbye just heals you in the long run. Yeah, and some people are just for certain seasons in your life. 100%. I feel like sometimes relationships, it's like drinking poison. And you just, you know, you don't notice the impact until you stop drinking the poison. A hundred percent. And not just like like relationships in all sense of that word, with family, friends, boys, work. Um, So I get that. Yeah. It just leeches into your life slowly. It's like a dementor. Yes. But they're quite aggressive. (laughs) Some people can be aggressive. (laughs) We're healed. We're healing on this journey. But yeah, I agree with that. Say goodbye. (laughs) 
Um, on that thread, my one is not all friendships have to be ride or die. Some can be, you know, movie friends, going out for a drink friends, brunch friends. Not You don't have to have a deep connection with everybody, but they can still bring you a lot of joy in your mm. life. Okay. So not everybody has to have like, you know, deep and meaningful like D&M soul chats. You don't have to have that with everybody. Okay. Interesting. Agree or disagree? <laughs> interesting. I mean, I feel like I've always had my very close inner circle. So I've always known other people in my life for what they are. Yeah, but like there's inner circle friends and then there's like outer circle friends and you don't have yeah. to have the same relationship with everybody. Were you trying to have a DNM with every man dog on the street? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm quite a private person. No, I get that. I get that. And sometimes you are that person in another person's life. And like, let's not push it. Let's not force friendships. Yeah. Like, that's exactly. okay. Um, I think I've reconnected with some, um, a few old friends this year and... It's great to see them after not seeing them for ages mm. and having a great night with them. Yeah. Um, knowing that it's okay to have the friendship where it is and that's like perfectly fine and normal and I had lots of fun with them. So. Okay. Love it. Um, okay, this is my next one. Um, I actually saw it on TikTok, but it's a good one. Behind every person who enjoys their own company is a person who had to learn how to. Oh my god! <laughs> How good was that? That's I was so like... good. That is so true. Yeah, that's amazing. Say that again, please. <laughs> Sorry, I need to hear that again. Behind every person who enjoys their own company is a person who had to learn how to. Amazing. And I feel like those people who are maybe a bit more not a social butterfly, but you know they just have, you know, they've got a story to share. Yeah. And I feel like they're also the most loyal people. Yeah. I think if people aren't afraid to be alone and, you know, be with themselves, then it's a different elevated kind of friendship that yeah. they have with people. And I feel like you have to learn how to be alone. And I yeah. feel like that's such a big part of figuring out who you are. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because um, if you're too afraid to be alone, then you hang out with just anybody and everybody. Yeah. And that's when you get those the mentors in your life. For sure. I feel like you can get a lot more value from someone who's already knows how to be alone but yeah. a value kind of relationship yeah. and seeing you and whatnot. So I love that. That was amazing. Thank you. Get that on a little plaque. Yeah, put that on my mirror. Um, no, but to that TikTok creator, Slay. Another one I think that we all know, but I'll say it again, reiterate it. Um, chances are they're talking to multiple girls at the same time. <laughs> Sorry. Don't. <laughs> you laugh too hard. You laugh too hard. You know, you know, you laugh way too hard at that. <laughs> You cackled. Oh, okay, okay. All right, compose. I sorry, okay. I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't ready for it. Okay. Um, these are all like from me. Yes. Like, these are all my lessons. Every time you tell me a lesson, I'm like, I know exactly yeah, who you're you know relating exactly to. Exactly who I'm relating to. Wait, start, start her again. Okay. Chances are they are talking to multiple girls at the same time. Don't delulu yourself. Stay woke on these streets. Amen. And you should also be talking to multiple people at the same time. Amen. Don't hone all your interests and all your time on one person because you need to be just as available to new experiences as other people. That was beautiful. Thank you. Well said. Um, 100%. No one is loyal anymore. <laughs> it's just, it's a crazy world out there. And 
for you in the early stages of dating to think this guy has all his eggs all girl in your basket it's a bit delulu yeah 100% and even if they are just seeing you I mean great but keep your options open yeah I mean I think when you put all your efforts and investments into one person in such an early on stage you really put them on a pedestal like emotionally and you like picture and you like try to like oh they have so much potential oh we could do so much together stay grounded stay woke stay talking to other people keep your options open um don't put all your eggs in one basket not in today's dating game that is what i've learned this year that is so true as well and i feel like you are more you more easily like forgive or bypass their bad behavior Uh, you justify it if they're the only one because you're like well i have to go back on these apps again yeah i want to and like girls i get it you know I haven't been on these apps for the past few months now because I'm just exhausted from them. I think when you isolate that one person, you start to daydream about them and no daydreaming in 2024. No daydreaming. I do love a daydream. Yeah. The next tip, this is kind of a random one, but if, you know, you need to disassociate, which we're not encouraging, but you know, if you need to, the best thing to do is read. Okay. Which is wild because I haven't actually picked up a book this year. I was like, just about to say that, but... But last year. Yeah. It's like the perfect way because I feel like technology, you've got notifications popping up. Even my phone is on do not disturb. Distractions everywhere. If you just need to like shut down for just a few hours and get away, escape your life, reading. I cannot stress how much I love reading. Um, Love it to death. I love my fantasy books. I actually have set up a reading focus on my phone so that I get no notifications. They all bounce back. Then when you turn it back off, does it? Do you get any notification? I do. And it's from you telling me. <laughs> Where <laughs> are you? <laughs> Send me Candy Crush Lives. <laughs> That's interesting because you've never mentioned this before. Um, I just every now and then when I just need to like decompress. So you probably read. made up an excuse as to why you weren't responding to me. No, I would never Yay! do that. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> My next tip is practice self-care while dating because it can be exhausting and can bring you down. A hundred percent will bring you down. Will. Rephrase. <laughs> What are your like self-care practices? I like to have an everything shower skincare routine done for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to watch a show, binge watch a show, hang out with my friends. Um, those are sort of my self-care tips, listening to music, um, putting myself in spaces that's just not about dating or men at all. Um, because yeah, it gets really mentally draining. Yeah. Um, so, and it's important to just keep up with your own self not to lose yourself in like other men's opinions and what they're doing to you and stuff like that. Yeah, a hundred percent. Love that one. And my next one is <clears throat> no is a full sentence. Say it again. No is a full sentence. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't touch me there. Yeah. This is my <laughs> I mean, I am tired. I'm sick of explaining myself and yeah. I don't want to. Just no. Done. Yeah. Bye bye. It's also the most perfect sentence sometimes. So you need. Sometimes no. Not saying that we get wronged all the time or whatever, but like just, you know, mistreated or energies change or whatever. Just, we don't need to explain anymore. We don't need to... Protect your peace. Yeah. Like, why do I have to justify why I'm upset at you for treating me badly? Like, I'm tired. Goodbye. I'm exhausted. You made up another excuse and like, okay, quiet leave. Yeah. Just, okay, cool. Well done. I'm out. Peace out. Good luck. Hope you get hit by a car. No, it's a full sentence. (laughs) My next tip is the moment you start to feel confused about where you stand or the energy shifts. And if you get that gut feeling, prepare yourself to walk away. Because at the end of the day, if he wanted to, he would. 
And that's been a major lesson of 2023. And I'm not just saying that about men, but I think it's even in friendships or, you know, work-related stuff. People put their priorities first. So if people think this is important to me, I want to work on this, I want to pursue this, they will put that as a priority for themselves. And we see it day in, day out with how I prioritize my life or my routine and the people in my life that I want to make sure know that I'm in touch with. So if he wanted to, he would. 100%. Um, and if you feel that energy shift, if you get confused mentally prep yourself okay i'm gonna need to start walking away from this because i will no longer be giving 110 percent to someone that's giving me 20 percent of a hundred percent that's such an important one my my next step was literally if the energy shifts run oh slay <laughs> we know what's happening put on your running shoes <laughs> tie out those laces and sprint never look back don't look back when I'm, I look back every time and let me tell you, it, it turns into a mess of a situation and I low-key thrive on that drama and chaos, but also it really, my soul is like, why are we doing this again? Exactly. So that's just um, something I've learned again, time and again, where, you know, I felt that energy shift, but yeah. I'm like, I'm still holding on. hundred percent. And in terms of dating, men are simple creatures. They put energy into what they want and they yeah. won't put energy yeah. into what they don't and want. And if he's not putting energy into you, he's putting it into someone else. That hurts to hear, guys. I'm sorry, because that hurt me to hear when you said that to me. <laughs> but at the end of the day, if he's not focused on you, he's focused on someone else. Or something else. Or something Could be a else. PlayStation. Yeah. New FIFA could have come out. <laughs> they will prioritize what they want to fucking prioritize. Yeah. yeah. Selfish creatures. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that we just need to be a bit more selfish about our self-esteem For sure. as well. A hundred percent. I always, I feel like I'm always on top of when energy shifts, but I will put myself through the torture of giving them the benefit of the doubt. But you know how they act in the first few weeks of dating and you know how they act in the first month, uh, in the later months and years. So it's just like, you know when they actually want to put in effort, you know what they're capable of. So yeah. never forget that. Yeah. And we all we all have that energy shift radar at this point. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? We see it coming as well. We see, you know, the messages are getting shorter. The response times are getting longer. The vagueness is coming out. You know what 100%. I mean? 100%. You find yourself asking all the questions, yeah. carrying the conversations. Yes. The so, signs are there. Guys. Tick, tick, tick. And the chill girl is dead now. So we're not going to revive her and there's no go with the flow. 100%. All right. What's your next tip? Um, <laughs> you don't have to buy a piece of clothing for every trend. You don't have to keep up with every single trend. And especially now with the fast fashion that is and their trends that like go out before the fucking fashion week even starts like we can't keep up yeah and sometimes they're really ugly what's in right now is reminding me of being a 10 year old the yeah. fucking 90s and early 2000s i yeah. can't go back i think it's important and i'm currently in the process of this myself where i'm trying to build a capsule wardrobe and something you know a style for myself that i can fall back on and not have a mental breakdown every time i need to go out or do something so it's just important to kind of localize your own style um and you know if you want to experiment and try new things absolutely but it doesn't have to be because of upcoming trends or you know get ready with me is on tiktoks or whatever it is you know focus on things that bring you joy um and try to source locally as well try not to go to fast fashion brands if you can afford it um but i agree with that one completely yeah it's hard i feel like i find I'll pick and choose things that I like from every season, but yeah. I used to just 
all these clothes and I found myself throwing out so many clothes because yeah. I just hated them. Yeah. Or they just become cor- completely irrelevant and you're just like, oh. Yeah, exactly. Time and places. a lot of the time, the things that I do tend to like a lot more is a very like simple outfit where, you know, it's like the basics put together mm-hmm. in a way that is quite amazing to me and you know it's styled quite well yeah but it's like the basic you know energy of the clothes the neutral colors those sort of things yeah i do really love what's coming in now with all the ribbons and the bows oh my god i love the ribbons and bows and the mary janes like yeah. it's just this is my time to shine and yeah. i'm really excited it's very about like it blair waldorf yeah yeah you are giving that vibe when you because you're like corporate girly energy yeah um but Girlies, I love seeing the bows on your so hair. Cute. It's so cute. I love it. Please keep that up. Have you seen the trend where everyone's just tying bows around everything? Yeah. <laughs> it's like hot sauce. Bow. <laughs> no, um, I want to grab a bow too for my hair. Because yeah, so cute. You need to get some ribbon. Um, <clears throat> okay, cool. Lovely. Um, I did have another tip. So showing up for yourself helps reinforce your self-worth. And this can look differently for different people. But for me, it was taking a chance on myself and my creative outlets like this podcast, working out. It's the first time I've sort of taken that chance on myself to be seen working out, to be seen trying. Um, I've always, always been afraid of working out because I feel like I'm so bad at it because I've never done it. And to make a fool of myself in front of other yeah. people. Um, but, you know, going to boxing and going every time I go, I feel like I'm doing it a little bit better. Um, and taking that chance on myself and making myself feel better in a lot of different areas in my life um, just helps with my self-esteem. So don't be scared to be seen trying and take a chance on yourself. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. 100%. I love that one. Um, that's actually kind of coincides with my um, last tip was... <clears throat> I know everyone's like, exercise makes you feel good. Never believed it. <laughs> Me, <laughs> too. Me too. Yeah. Me so too. My um, last tip was exercise does actually make you feel better. Yeah. And guys, I'm a hater too. Like, trust <laughs> me, I didn't want to believe it, but. I'm a hater. I complain about everything in my life. Um, the hardest part about exercise is getting out of bed to do it. Yeah. That's the hardest part. But once I'm out of bed, once I'm, you know, getting ready, putting on my clothes to get out the door, um, the feeling I get after a workout, um, I feel so powerful and that I can conquer anything. For sure. The thing with me is that I've always been like very, um, like into sports and like played sports and whatnot throughout my life. I'm always been exercising a lot, but I feel like my mentality towards exercises shift a lot because I used to exercise for punishment. Like I always just thought, you know, weight loss, you know, the diet culture and everything. Yeah. I'd always just do exercise just to like lose weight or cause I like just had a really toxic relationship with food. I never actually just exercise for enjoyment yeah. or for like no benefit or yeah. anything. Um, so doing these boxing classes has like changed that. And now yeah. I'm actually doing it cause I want to, there's no underlying 100%. goal. Here. Yeah. I, I think that's, like that's amazing because that's similar to my thought process and my like relationship with working out is it was always just about oh it's like for the fitness girlies and yeah. um it's the diet culture and I don't want to put myself through that like I want to love myself and I've learned through boxing that like I love feeling powerful I love feeling fit I love how my body feels now um after a boxing class I love feeling strong in myself um and my goals with 
with boxing and working out is very different from the toxic environment of oh um, all that sort of diet culture stuff it's very much just about how it impacts my mental health and how better I feel in myself and in my body and I do now have like goals and things that I want to achieve because of boxing but it's not from a place of self-hatred it's from a place of self-love and that mentality shift makes me want to go to my classes a hundred percent like i'm punishing myself because of how i look like yeah. i love myself enough to work on myself so that mind shift shift um so important so important and it it's a full journey to get there honestly yeah. because if i had been speaking about this five years ago to everyone who i ever heard who was like exercise is like your enjoyment blah, blah, i would yeah. be like shut the fuck up yeah. like shut up but you know it's everyone's on their journey especially from our generation of yeah. that fucking toxic you know like from a young age yeah like you're eating you're a growing girl don't eat so much um and like um and mums we're born <laughs> oh my god i think it's also just um yeah just like the environment around women and their bodies 100%. so toxic and i think i want to say even like 12 months ago i was so scared to be like working out like i wanted to but i was like oh my god i don't know how to do it i'm so bad at this um and it's just a matter of you know changing your environment and coming from a place of self-love and like you know just making yourself feel good inside yeah so take up space in this world and don't be afraid to be seen trying for sure i mean i think we started boxing socially because we wanted to have a coffee afterwards yeah (laughs) we weren't even but we just ended up really enjoying it i mean so it's been honestly so great for my mental health where a sport in the past has just it's been a burden it's been yeah. a burden that it was like something I had to tick off my day just to feel like okay yeah. and accomplished. Yeah, I get that. So I think that mind shift is really important. Yeah. Yeah. I do have a few more tips, but um, go for it. Go. go for it. I was just like really excited for this yeah. one. <laughs> Put into practice. Yeah. Tip. <laughs> Last tip. 2025, like, I, le- I relearned some of my old tips. If we go in this podcast next year, I'm like, so. <laughs> You know, it's funny because in hindsight, both of us aren't dating at the moment. Yeah, so, so it's easy. It's easy to be like, stand up. We're s- preaching to the yeah. gospel. We are the gospel. Like, ah. The choir. <laughs> the gospel is a book. It's okay. Sure. We'll be back in the trenches next yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. I'm potentially going to try. The gospel is a choir. No, isn't the choir the choir and the gospel is the, uh, like, isn't the gospel uh, a book? Tell how religious we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gospel? I don't know. It's reminding me of Hercules. And that's a gospel truth. Like, isn't gospel like Bible? Okay. Right. We're done here. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm not into religion that much. Um, it shows. Okay, so another tip that I had was, I mean, I think it reiterates some of other points, but no matter what, never, ever, ever, ever go back to a situationship. It ends for a reason, and that reason somehow compounds the next time you link up. Like, it gets worse. That same reason gets worse. Um, so, and the come down after, like, going back to a situationship is pretty excruciating. So, if it ends, just leave it in the past and don't visit the past in that person. I want to agree with you, but I'm going to disagree here. Okay. I fucking love having the last word. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's because you had the opportunity this year. And you like slayed that up. You know what? We take the wins where we can. Yeah. So we, like something came up for you where you were able to have that last word, and that was amazing. And I think like I never. You got could have met. You nearly. We got a little bit. We unfollowed him on Facebook. Yeah, we did a little bit. We're learning. We're learning. I'll teach you as a Sagittarius student. Okay, this is the thing though. In a few of my situationships, actually both of them, I had two 
people I was like, I guess like seriously dating. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, both of them, one of them started going really dry. The other one officially dumped me. Both of them, both of them I left and you know, we move in silence, tip number two, whatever. And then they both came back and I was like, I love to get them back just so I can end it. Yeah. Like by the time they come back, you're done. You know, they've cut it off. Like leave me once, bye. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you just, you just get yeah. the satisfaction. And okay, it's petty. It's petty as fuck. Okay. I'm petty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the way I can hold a grudge for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they both come back. I mean, it's not an accomplishment, but you know what? It, it makes moving because on so much easier. they always come back, firstly, but that doesn't mean you have to take them back. Yeah. And I think one of the things I've learned is that I think I'm now scared of people coming back because I'm scared to be tested again, you know, when they come back yeah. and they send that message or they call you and they say all these like sweet nothings. I'm scared to be tested again because I don't want to falter, but I'm scared in the moment something will cause me to falter. If they come back, I hope I have the courage to be like, this does not serve me. I'm not picking up that call. I'm not responding to that message. Seen, delivered, not responding. I think it's it's a case by case situation because you have to evaluate how you got treated in the time you were seeing them and also how they left or how it ended. Because, I mean, obviously in your situation, you got ghosted. So obviously we're done. We're never revisiting that. In my situations as well, I one of them like stood me up and the yeah. other one dumped me over text message. Like that's enough reassurance that when they come back, they don't deserve another chance. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, if they end it for some reasons, that yeah. you know... You know, I get that, but legit. I think like, you know, the last thing, the last person I was talking to, Irish boy, I want him to message back just so that I can ignore him. He fell off the map so suddenly and I don't want to see him again. I just want to have what you have. Yeah, yeah. Um, whether I get that or not is a different story. Mm. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And it's, yeah. it's just closure. And I mean, I don't really believe in closure in the form of like conversations and whatnot. Or someone like, giving it to you. Yeah, yeah, I just feel like, you know, once they just, their true colors are shown. And I mean, they circle the block, they try and come back. Why would you leave me the first time if this was the case? Yeah. My final tip, if you aren't feeling them, don't date them or don't continue seeing them. And you know who I'm talking about. Who, me? <laughs> you, know who <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Wait, no. What? Wait, what was the tip? If you aren't feeling them, don't date them or don't sleep with them. Do you remember the date I went on with the guy? Oh, no, me my guy. Yeah. So um, don't force a situation because you feel, you know, internally guilty or like you just want uh, 100%. some connection for the night or you just want someone around. Um, never ends well if your body is literally shutting down and being like, this is not for us. Listen to your body and um, walk away. You don't have to... You don't have to have a reason to dislike someone or like not feel like you are dating compatible. Um, but if there is a reason, listen to it and walk yeah, away. For sure. Because <laughs> my final tip would be if he's mansplaining on the date, don't bring him home. Lesson learned. <laughs> but rejection is actually really hard. I, you know, that's why it's not of my things I learned this year because I'm still learning it. Yeah. I don't know how to reject people. I think it's 2024. Um, if you are on a date with someone or you dislike this person or you don't like, not dislike them, but you actually just don't enjoy like them, mm. uh, you should reject someone because you've never done it before. Oh, to their face. I mean, over text, <laughs> let's start there. Let's just start there. Just be like, hey, like, thanks for the date. Um, don't see this going anywhere. Good luck with your 
dating experience or whatever it is not in those words but i'm just saying that you've never actually rejected someone um you let it fizzle or you just don't respond so i think that that's something you should learn to do are you talking about me yeah I, i'm looking at you i said you <laughs> this is about you i feel personally attacked right now yeah look okay it's to be learned in 24 all right um i definitely won't be able to reject them to their face i had some dud dates and like i I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Like, because they haven't done anything wrong. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, that's why it's harder because it's just who they are. It's the, like, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> you as a person are shit. So, like, bye. You're just a bit boring for me. Like, maybe someone else will find you riveting, but not me. And um, mm. move on to the next. So, yeah. um, I think that's what you need to do. Yeah. Learn rejection. Yes. Yeah. So, those are our tip, guys. We've learned a lot of lessons this year. We have um gorgeous so hopefully you can resonate with some let us know in the dry ass comment section <laughs> what you learned this year <laughs> guys please comment on our stuff don't beg we're not begging that was tip number two <laughs> i'm not begging boys i'm just like i want us to have a thriving community in 2024 you know single girl season community is for everybody i'm um, except for men uh straight men but um <laughs> It's for, it's for all of us, and I just want us to thrive on these um, socials. So please comment your thoughts, feelings, and concerns. Yeah. Um, pop culture moment. Alrighty. Sorry, too much has been happening. I had to start a notes. A note <laughs> section for pop culture? Because there's just so much going on. I can't keep up. It's actually wild to me. Now that we're doing this podcast and week on week we have to talk about news, I'm like, well, there's actually too much to even digest every week in pop culture if there's lots going on. Agreed. So I just, I got a few things. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Firstly. Selena Gomez? Yeah. <laughs> what the heck is going on? Okay, because... um, I'm screaming. I... Crying, throwing up. I was really shocked at the way she was fighting for her life in these comments about her new man. For the listeners who don't know what's going on, because, you know, it's very important news, obviously. <laughs> um, Selena Gomez has gotten a new boyfriend and they've gone public. Um, Benny... I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Benny Blank... Is it Banker? Yeah. Um, he writes a lot of music. He's, you know, one of Justin Bieber, her ex's best friends. And look, he's probably not the most conventionally attractive man you've ever seen, um, to put it lightly. <laughs> That's so mean. I hope people don't say that about me. Um, and <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, that was a delayed reaction. And they've gone public, which is very kind of off-brand for her. I feel like she's been very private and very kind of after the whole thing with Justin Bieber and the ongoing feud, not feud, but, you know, drama with Hailey Bieber. She's a very private person. She's not on socials. And all of a sudden, she's come out of the woodwork posting public kisses, letters of his initials on a ring. Everything has just gone wild. And people are kind of um, not attacking the relationship, but questioning. I don't know how to put it politely. (laughs) (laughs) People are questioning the relationship because obviously Selena Gomez is a 12 out of 10. She's gorgeous. Um, And this guy, you know... Maybe he has a good personality. He must. Maybe he's really funny. (laughs) He would be. So she's... So people are... What are people commenting on her photos and stuff? And she is fighting for her life to justify... It was like a real hard launch out of the blue on socials and then she was the most active i think anyone's ever been in these comment sections and it also the funny thing was it was not on her own profile there was a third party account that posted their relationship as official and then the way she was in these comments on this account responding to everybody yeah 
I was like, am I tweaking? Yeah, and yeah. obviously when Justin Bieber and Hailey Bieber were public um, on socials, she used to comment. She commented and said, I would never bash one of my fans if I post publicly. It's yeah. up to them kind of energy. And someone literally copied and pasted that response that she had sent so many years ago to Justin under the attack responses that she's giving back yeah. to her fans. So it's just like a slippery slope for Selena at the moment. I have a feeling like she's been getting a bit of backlash lately, not going to lie, just about her role um, yeah. as like an influencer. And so she went ghost for a few months, right? And then she came back hard launching this guy fighting for her life in these comment sections. And I got the impression that she almost said like, fuck it, mm. um, I'll just go nuts for a bit just because copying it. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like that was the energy of it was like she silenced from selena yeah for months and then or like for at least two months and then she came back hard launching this boy and then like fighting in these comments mm. so it was really just uncharacteristic of her to be doing all that like yeah she was doing the absolute most for this man and if you ever have to fight so hard for a man like this then um check yourself yeah also with people i mean the online social world is so mean to be honest just like bottom line is it's a brutal place and i couldn't even imagine as a celebrity just getting hate on every single one everything you can't escape it in that world so i do get where her frustrations lie but also i'm just like relax just relax a little bit um it's giving like flopping around on land like a fish yeah yeah it was too much and yeah i just think that no one has no one should be able to fight this much for Mm. um your boyfriend in your comment section like if, if it's you and your relationship and you'll you'll love him and you're proud of him yeah if you want to post post but then just keep your like voice quiet if you're happy in your life with him don't have to convince the whole world about it just like be happy in your own space if you have to defend something this much why that's what that's where my only concern is like obviously we're not really friends with celebrities but in just everyday people the people we find posting more about their relationships and writing these big essays are the relationships that are sometimes in trouble so it's just interesting behavior and did you see how she posted this b initial uh for benny he bought her a ring that has a b initial and people were tagging sheen in it because this is the exact same ring on sheen for like three dollars and everyone's going oh my god he got you a three dollar ring like like the internet is keep that um, quiet. a cruel place, but it's the funniest place to be. Um, oh my God. Because people don't hold back. People, how do you train celebrities <laughs> for TikTok? I, you can't. But anyway, so then her next Instagram story, she tagged the jeweler. He was like, yeah, but like proving again, that it was like three grand or whatever. But it's like, like again, she's trying so hard. Yeah, like, relax. You don't have to be, like, I think when I look at how, you know, for example, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, she's not in these comment sections fighting for her life. With but also name. everyone loves their relationship. I don't know. I'm trying to but also when else. you think of, even Haley and Justin Bieber yeah. like she gets hated on every single day and unfortunately this is the world we live in as a yeah. celebrity you just and have if to you're deal with it putting it out there it just gives more ammunition yeah, to the haters exactly. like if I'm seeing Selena fighting these comments I'm like if you have to defend something this hard then what's going on in your yeah. life um so and yeah, it's a I very off brand for her because she's very, a very private yeah, person it's really well, that's the thing that's the weird thing mm. it was so off brand for her I don't ever since we watched that documentary about you know Selena's documentary I just I can't get around her anymore I'm sorry I just Honestly, haven't felt the same about yeah, her yeah me too when I saw that documentary I think I was coming into it thinking that we were gonna get some like yeah. really inside kind of understanding of Selena and coming out of it I was like she's like she portrays herself to be this really deep 
an emotional being but I was just getting very surface level energy from her yeah and I'm honestly just not about Selena Gomez since that documentary yeah. aired I was like cool you can have your status and you can have your business and you can be a celebrity and that's all you can be and that's okay but I just felt like I don't rate her as much like I don't know yeah. how to say it like yeah I don't rate her as much I'm not I don't really follow her anymore in terms of what she's up to what she's doing I guess her struggles were very celebrity struggles yeah, to be it, honest it felt very, um, yeah, I don't know how it to can't say relate it. yeah. yeah it's it was very hard to relate when I thought I mean you know I'm sure she's an amazing person I just can't I just I keep thinking back on that one interview that she did it was on the documentary and they were talking about um her music or her show or something and the interview finished at the end she's like oh is that all you're gonna ask me about and she's like that's why you're there like yeah. to promote this song yeah so why do you want to talk about like other things she said something like I have a lot more to say about you know deeper issues mm. you're not there you're not on Oprah babes to talk about your yeah. life story this is about your music so they're gonna ask you about your music yeah it's a you know two minute interview that they have time with you but she felt like slighted because of that yeah I um, think it's yeah it's, I just can't relate to her I don't know yeah and I think with TikTok and all these celebrities really have to rebrand themselves to be more relatable to yeah. the general public and I think a lot of them who have never had to do this before are struggling at the end of the day celebrities are celebrities because they do acting and singing and whatnot why are we expecting them to be you know a bit more than that I think there's two sides to that because I do believe that um, celebrities are popular because of their craft right because they're a good actor they make us feel emotions in their work xyz i think when you do have following of i think selena has millions and millions of followers when celebrities have such high exposure rates i do expect them to stand on business when it comes to human rights issues not gonna lie like i think that if you have a platform that can reach millions of people what you say has impact that's what i think whether or not you know what to do with that audience you know you have a pr team they know what to do do they though some people's pr <laughs> like really sabotage them <laughs> yeah swear. sometimes it does Speaking of bad PR, Matt Rive out here oh fighting. Oh my god, he is fighting a child. Did you see? Okay, did I see his ex's interview on Whoa. the podcast? Like Brooke, not even an ex. Yeah, not like I wouldn't say ex, but like I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Because he denies everything. Oh my god. Um, but firstly, so Matt Rive, if you tuned into a later um, one of our earlier episodes, he's a stand-up comedian. Got a lot of backlash for his Netflix series because he's just bashing on women the whole time. You know, we get it you love men great anyway so he makes this joke in his stand up that Saturn has a ring or something you know I don't know what the heck he was even talking about but this kid like duets his video and says it's actually not Saturn that has a ring it's another planet or whatever it is and he's like fighting for his life in the comment sections he's, your mum's like on OnlyFans Santa's not real and it's just like it's embarrassing like are you embarrassed he's six years old buy a special needs helmet and get over it did you see that um, a plastic surgeon was making jokes about how he um, gave someone like a high definition chin and after that happens they get cancelled and then Matt Rife comments it's illegal to talk about patient medical history and I'm just like no one said it was you but and you said it was you also, you came out in the comments and said it was you babes like relax babe I mean his humour is as a stand up comedian I mean it's fine to shit on other people like yeah funny haha but like when other people are giving you the same energy where's the laugh babs it's funny because as soon as he turned his back on women all he's been doing is fighting for his life yeah all he's been doing is damage control and fighting for his life and showing up on other people's shows and podcasts trying to explain his behavior and make more jokes do you know what he's trying to do is he's trying to say cancel culture is like shit and he's trying to stand by like whereas most people who get canceled go on the apology train he's taking the opposite tactic i don't and know like who his pr team are 
down. Yeah. It's embarrassing. But then this is also catering to those Andrew Tate men. Oh, 100%. So he, he's now have his like a very different following that gasses him up as a white man. Don't apologize. Double down. You know, men are following him. But yeah. it's also, is that the crowd you want to be around? I mean, men or women who finds it funny when you tell a six-year-old kid that Santa Claus isn't real. Um, Taylor Swift Times article. Gorgeous. Yes. Love. Have you seen that Kanye West is trying to release, was trying to release his album on Friday and everyone was like, wouldn't that just be the best thing ever if she released Reputation? Reputation. <laughs> she should have. She should have shat all over him. I love that because Reputation era is very closely tied to the drama with Kim and Kanye. And so she did her Times interview. The trash takes itself out every time. Slay. Mm-hmm. She also talked about Reputation having a lot more vault tracks that are really exciting and pretty fire, she said, which is really cool. And to like throw in that term, like that little, you know, personal story about how she was like what she was going through when that tape was released. It brings it in a very different light and energy, yeah. especially now that Kim and Kanye are no longer together. For sure. And I feel like with when she released Reputation, she still was fighting for her life. Yes. The public still hated her. So it could have gone if she just came out and bashed both of them. It would have it could have been very bad. I feel like she just dangled the carrot, but now she can just go full force. Yeah, exactly. I'm scared for Kim. Um, yeah. I mean, people are already commenting the snake emoji on her comment section after that Times interview landed. So we have our villain in every era. To be fair, it's Kanye and Kim. Did Kim stand by her man when she shouldn't have? As if she edited the video herself. She you said, know what I, I mean? But when Taylor's like, she, like, that was a fabricated audio that was released. And then, you know, so that Times article came out and obviously TikTok was eating it up. Um, We'll watch this space as we do with everything yeah. Taylor related. She- Cardi B, did you see that? No, I didn't see Cardi B. Oh my God. Cardi B and Offset, um, she went on live and she just, it's not looking good. Oh my God. People are speculating he's cheated again. And she's like, you never respect me unless it's like publicly. I have to call you out. Yeah. So, um. Cardi B's always been a sleigh. The songs we will get. I never, you know, I never condone <laughs> <laughs> cheating or breakups or anything. You know what? With celebrities. But when they are heartbroken, they make the best music. Oh my God, be careful, Cardi B. Oh my God. I mean, the music that we were getting already from Cardi B has always been, it matches like my soul energy sometimes with these men behaviors. But to think that she's been wronged. Um, Again. And comes out like with a new track. If you think about the way Megan The Stallion came out with um, Plan B and then also her latest single as Lemonade. well. Lemonade. Yeah, Beyonce's Lemonade. Um, I can't remember. What- Reputation. <laughs> everything i mean i mean these women you wrong these women it's the end of you who is offset who are you <laughs> the only reason you've stayed relevant is because of cardi b exactly um and my last thing was i don't know if you're on this kind of um the pink honey brand trip have you been on that side of tiktok the pink honey is that no i thought you were talking about Nicki minaj's <clears throat> new album no so i'd never heard of this makeup brand either and i mean as a white girl myself i don't really have like you know the expertise in this field but they pretty much had a brand trip and they brought all these influencers out and they were all white like creators oh wait i i vaguely saw that um because someone stitched it and she was like every person in this room is a white girl yeah not even not only white just like white skinny like cookie cutter yeah basic white bitch which i mean i'm white i'm basic but i'm not creating a brand trying to promote 
exclusivity, diversity. Inclusivity. (laughs) It's been a wild ride. I've been on that side of TikTok. And if your products don't include everyone, obviously your top sellers of your business are going to be all white. You know what I mean? So there has been black creators um, trying their makeups and like trying to get around this brand, but the shades are just like not where they should be. How does that happen in 2023? That's what people are saying. That's crazy to me. Because let's be real, until Rihanna came out with her Fenty brand, um, and she had all colors from the whitest white to the darkest dark. But um, until Rihanna did it, no one was doing it. And to think that that's going backwards is crazy. Like, how do you think that you're going to come out as a brand yeah. and compete with others if you don't even have proper skin shades? For sure. And the owner has come out. She's pregnant. She came out with an apology video. But it's like, there's uh, a reason. Because she her justification was that... You know, these are the people who have promoted our brand or something. They've been the top, like, kind of billers for our brand or something. But it's like... But, but then why are they all white, though? Yeah. Like, why are you? Why are the promoters for your brand only white girls, cookie-cutter girls? That's something that you need to look at internally. Yeah. Like, what kind of culture is your workplace that you weren't even able to see the issue because probably the people that work for you are also all exactly the same as yeah. you. So if you can't see a diversity issue, it's because you are not having a diverse workplace. Yeah, for sure. And your products aren't diverse. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there'd be influencers out there who would use your product but the products just don't cater to their skin tones exactly um so now it's become a kind of a bit of a crazy situation at the moment where all the creators who were on the trip are actually coming out against the brand oh they have to now yeah. like, they're like i need i need income it's a bloodbath yeah it is a bloodbath <laughs> um but not only that even like the plus size community it's just like there's no one representing anyone here yeah i actually saw oh in terms of pop culture i have something emily Radic. Rajikowski. You know who I'm talking about, okay? The model? Yeah, the model. Um, M. Rada. Yep. That's her. Yes. The handle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you know. So she came out with a photo shoot where she was, I think, topless in a pair of really, really wide um, jeans so that her body fits in like one leg of the jeans and like the rest of the jeans sort of showed. It kind of just showed how skinny she was that she could fit into one leg of this <laughs> yeah. pair of jeans. That yeah. was the energy of the photo shoot. And then there was a lot of backlash and there was especially this creator, which I love. I her on tiktok and instagram so her name is tabria majors and she is a you know curvier model plus size model she does a lot of like get ready with me's on tiktok she's been on savage fenty show she's like really big in that space and she put up this response to emily's photo shoot saying that there's been a massive erasure of bigger women in the modeling industry so far because of this ozempic craze and a lot of like getting skinny and being a size zero phase that's come in this year um so there's been a big erasure of bigger models in the industry and being showcased in terms of inclusivity and she's saying that you know as someone emily who is promoting you know self-love self-care and women this is not a photo shoot that she should have accepted it's interesting i wouldn't have expected that from her yeah i think that's why people felt really let down was because she's really come out as like a girl's girl supporter of women's rights she goes to rallies she's Mm. she does um on her podcast she's interviewed women of all different colors and shades and sizes Uh, so to come out in this photo shoot wearing a pair of you know oversized jeans to look at how skinny she is it does nothing for women Mm. except make them feel shitty do we know what the message was behind this picture or was it just a campaign it was just a campaign like i think it was like a photo shoot for a magazine Mm -hmm. and it was a pair of jeans that she was in um so i understood where tabria was coming from because 
you know looking at that you're like like what is this do you know what i mean like why are we moving backwards why are we still promoting thinness as like the healthy um when we know that there's been an exempi craze in hollywood right now you know i did kind of stand with sabria on that issue because i didn't like that at all yeah so it's interesting because i feel like we take such strides forward but it's probably because our algorithms are targeted to what we want to see yeah um whereas you see like this pink honey and all these other things all these controversies still happening that are still massive you're just like actually yeah progress is very slight and it does feel like we go backwards on some days yeah so she says and i quote i've been modeling for nearly 10 years now and the erasure of models my size or bigger has been crazy to witness in real time and like she's in the industry so it must be so much harder for her to be in an industry that promotes thinness and she's still in that space and she's still working to be seen and to let other bigger girls be seen so i think it's important to take like that feedback emily should take that on board for sure i mean do you remember how victoria's secret had to go under and like completely rebrand oh my god just just bow out yeah like the way they had to like cancel the victoria's secret shows and then also fight for their life to stay alive as a company it should show you that people want different things now feels it's wild with this azempic craze as well it's just at the end of the day deep-rooted trauma and conditioning of being skinny is still obviously massive everyone's trying to get their hands on azempic yeah and like the people that actually need azempic in terms of medical conditions can't get it when i heard of those azempic parties i was like it's giving hunger games yeah you know when they take the pills so they can eat more yeah a hundred percent and it's wild that the people who are taking Ozempic to lose weight are the people in the most privileged position to have like food security and everything yeah. and an, an abundance of everything. And the thing is, is that these people that are having these Ozempic parties can afford to have a private chef that can cook them. Like, Wait, what's a Ozempic party? Like the Ozempic parties that were happening. Like, what? do you remember like, Min, like it came out that Mindy Kaling was having Ozempic parties no. where people get together and take Ozempic. Like Hunger Games energy. Like capital energy. Oh no. Um, so that came out like again earlier this year, right? We need to let women be women um and let them exist in their bodies without having to shame them two steps forward two steps back sometimes anyway on that note 23 lessons go 23 lessons in 2023 done and dusted yeah take what you will ignore what you will uh we will be doing the same (laughs) until we are tested we don't know what we're gonna do no no sir um but that's us wrapped up until next year yes exciting thanks so much for listening in um on our podcast we really appreciate the love and we'll see you in the new year bye